This week on Excelsior Journeys, it is the next installment of our look behind the scenes at the creation of Excelsior, the audio drama. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for And that's you, the why moment? I taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills Life of Ariel. On. I've got better things to do tonight than so die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater with and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm sex. rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, throw yeah. some spaghetti yeah. against the wall. See this if it is sticks. George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for tuning in for over 180 episodes. Still can't believe how far this show has gone. And I still can't believe that there's so much that's coming ahead. We not only have the development of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, which is still going at full steam ahead. We will be, I will be delivering some more updates about that in the very near future. But right now, the main thing that's happening is we are getting so, so close to the premiere performance of Excelsior, the audio drama. Based on the book that inspired this podcast, Excelsior has been with me. This character has been with me for over 30 years since he was created in 1992 in the summertime. And... Now he is about to star in his very own audio drama. And what's really fun is that for this week's episode, you're going to hear from more actors that have taken part in this amazing experience. But before we get to that, I want to just go ahead and remind you that this performance is going to be available on the Clubhouse app. So what I want you to do is between now and March 12th, Sunday, March 12th, I want you to download the Clubhouse app. And I also want you to take a listen to the Clubhouse app. I want you to look around and see what's there because there is so much there that will that will interest you, that will inspire you. There's an amazing community of people that are there that are talking about all different types of topics. There are some amazing musicians that are there, some great filmmakers, uh, some great authors, some great actors, some great voice actors, and just the, the feel of it. You know, like Once you get in there, once you get yourself acclimated with Clubhouse, you, it, you can't help but want to create something. And that is what this this app has done for me. And that's what led me to this amazing collaboration with the 529 club and and work with them the way that I have by bringing this show to life and getting so many amazing voice actors involved and not just involved but enthusiastically involved with this it it it's really just blowing my mind about how close we are to this performance becoming a reality and what is on the horizon for this character. So with that in mind, um, again, put this on your calendar. Sunday, March 12th at 1 p.m. Central Time. So 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. I want you to tune in to the 529 Club for our presentation of Excelsior, the audio drama. Put it on your calendars. It's going to be 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, March 12th. Part one is going to be performed that day. Part two is going to be performed on Sunday, March 19th. And what we're going to do is from 1 p.m. Eastern time to 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to be replaying part one. And then at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to jump right into performance of part two. So. I am so excited for what's to come. I hope you are too. And in just a moment, you're going to hear the second half of a live stream that was done uh, just a few weeks ago where several members of the cast of Excelsior, the audio drama got to stop in and share 
their own experiences, their own Excelsior journey. To have Chris Woodworth, Jerry Weil, and Audra Angelique joining us. So let's go ahead and let's say hello to to our our three latest participants here. Chris, introduce yourself, please. Hello, George. Hello, everyone, <laughs> fellow castmates. I am Chris Woodworth. I am a voice actor based in England. I play Zoribus in Excelsior, a very proud denarian. Yeah. So uh, that's me. <laughs> Excellent. And we have Audrey Angelique, the voice of General Hadera. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yep. I am Audrey Angelique, yep. and I play General Hadera. This is awesome. <laughs> And we have, oh yeah, and I'm so glad you're able to join us here as well. We have Jerry Wilde, the voice of Matthew Peters slash Excelsior himself. No pressure or anything, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, George. This is really, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm Jerry Wilde, and I am playing Matthew in Excelsior, and I'm really, really happy to be here and excited for this discussion. And I am I am very grateful to to have you here as well. This is this has been just as I've said before, and you know, like I, I would say like ad nauseum, this whole experience has been a dream come true. And it's because of you guys, all of you. And you know, Jerry, it's you know, I've been I've been holding on to this character for you know over thirty years now. This July it'll be thirty one. And I couldn't I couldn't say I couldn't say that he's in safer hands. So so I am just thrilled with with everything that you've been doing with this character, with the work that you've been doing, and I am just so excited for everyone to hear hear the the actual performance. Oh, thanks, Joe. I'm having a blast doing it, and yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear it too. I can't I can't wait to see how it all comes together, but it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I asked I asked everyone before was was to get their their feedback regarding the audition experience. Now, Chris, you know, like Chris with you, I know that, you know, like when, when this project became a real thing, I knew just like, as I was talking, as I was getting to know you and everything, and as I was really getting familiar with your talent, I knew that you had to be a part of this. And I knew that you had to play Zerebus. So what I'm curious to know is, I know you weren't available for the auditions, but what were your what were your thoughts when you first read the script and got familiar with this character that I just have been kept on saying like over and over is like you're Zerebus, you're Zerebus. And then you got to actually see what Zerebus is all about. What were your thoughts initially? Well, just going back a little bit before that, <laughs> I, I have to say well, why this was like a big honor, you know, that you gave me the part of Zerebus, because you you reached out to me. We've been connected for quite a while, and you said that you had this character in mind for me, that you had it reserved for me, you had me in mind for it. And and I, I just kind of just took that lightly, you know, in a way it's like, oh, okay, that sounds sounds cool, quite interesting, you know, and and then it it, it was announced that Excelsior was going to be that audio drama that was yeah, going to be on Clubhouse and you yeah, you 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 reached out to me again, you know, about Zerebus and I I started getting more curious about it and finally asked, what can you tell me about Zerebus? And parts of it, you know, I really took it in. And then one or two parts kind of went slightly over my head, <laughs> you know, to be honest, because it's like the initial stages of it. But, but I kind of felt though that there was something in there, there was something special. I felt bad that, that this room was coming up and I realized that I wasn't going to be able to take parts. I was <laughs> going to be away. And you, you simply said, "Hey, hey, look, don't worry. No, I'm not giving give give this part away. You're you're, you're going to be Cerebus. I'm holding on to this for you, <laughs> you know." So I was like really touched, and I was looking forward to seeing like who was going to be in this play and all these wonderful people. And then it was announced, obviously, when our our scheduled rehearsals were going to be, and I, I was really looking forward to that first rehearsal. But I. Honestly, I've I've gone into one or two script reads quite blind, and I didn't want to do it with, it with this one. I really wanted to get to know your passion project and go into it with more of an understanding of the Rebus and well, just just in general. This it seemed like some sort of epic journey. I kind of felt even before I read it. So 
I don't know, naturally I kept on putting it off and putting it off. And finally on a Sunday morning while having breakfast, I'd cordoned off that time to, you know, put my laptop on my, on my dining room table just to read the script fully. And at least the first half of it, it's, I was just constant goosebumps. It was, I, I was really just drawn in. I, I, I couldn't believe that you had preserved this character, you know, for me as well. And Matthew's emotional journey, you know, as well, this camaraderie I felt between the characters. And yeah, I think from there, it was a matter of trying to flesh out the character just a bit more because I remember you did ask me, well, no, I, I did ask you, would you, you know, would you want me to do an American accent for Zoribas, you know, <laughs> but you kind of said, no, no, I want you to use your natural voice. Okay. All right. Okay. That'll be good. And uh, yeah, so I adapted to that and, uh, it was, it was just such a fascinating process. And I did have a meeting with you to find out more information and see if I was getting closer to what you were after. Yeah. I loved it. Can we say congratulations to Chris on making one of his best decisions? Oh. <laughs> Oh, you mean like accepting the role of Zoribas? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. good. <laughs> we won't let the to be wife hear your answer on that one. Well, so thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Very happy guy here. <laughs> and and I'm I'm thr- I was I'm thrilled that you were able to you were able to make it work like regarding your scheduling that you could you know you could be here for this because I, I you know you were just you know, doing, doing a great job. So by all means, just keep doing, keep doing what you're doing because you've, you have nailed this character and, you know, again, above and beyond what I expected. So just, just keep it, keep it going. That's the only thing I really have to say in terms of any sort of directorial tips or anything like that, because you're doing awesome with this. All of you are, you really, you, you're really just, you're making this, this was all already like one of the most fulfilling creative experiences of my life. But now you're just making it more so. And so, you know, like just, just by being here, just by participating in, in everything and just bringing your talents. Speaking of say, talents. George, sorry, George. If I yes, could just say very yes, quickly as well, you know, off the back of that, what you just said, I mean, just watching everybody here as well, just really developing the characters through each rehearsal. It just comes to, it's come to a point where, I have even more empathy for like Matthew's character and just Jerry's skill, you know, and transformation that you will see is just, yeah, it still blows me away. I love seeing it every time the transition and yeah, Erica just really lets her personality shine in this character as well, you know, which is so mm-hmm. much fun because, you know, she, she usually is one of those people that just kind of, you know, just, it just makes us chuckle and you don't know what to, uh, it, expect from her you know in rehearsals which is so cool you know and yet my character in in a way seems to kind of find her a little frustrating and it's kind of fun to have that you know back and forth you know it's kind of can we just get on with it you know that kind of thing so yeah everyone you know Johanna, Audra, Ferdinand you know what everyone's doing they're developing each time to the point that they actually do put a lump in my throat in the emotional moments it's just wonderful to see yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really been just just a true joy to to get this sort of to get this sort of experience. You know, you know, watching everyone and seeing how everyone is go is is working with these amazing cat with these you know with all of your amazing talent. My dog, who you may not you know, you probably hear in the background, he concurs. So so speaking of talent, speaking of multiple talents, Audra has not only stepped up as not only, you know, really made General Hadera her own, but is also working with, with Charles and working with Shaq and working with Bosch and as part of our sound design team and, and, you know, like, and also music team as well. So, I mean, I already knew you were, you were a gift just having, just being Hadera, but, to bring everything else that you're bringing, like, I mean, my, my, my Lord, like this is, I, I'm so, you know, so, you know, like so grateful to have you on board with, with this. So what I'd like to know from you, 
what was your experience like in this audition? So I'm going to have to work on this because now I'm going to cry because I honestly don't think I've ever felt so appreciated before. Mm. Deservedly so. Uh, Deservedly so. So, okay. Uh, hold on. <laughs> to regain composure here. Hold on. I was so in it. And no then worries. you had to say no that. Worries. Then you had to say all those things. Thank you. So it's really interesting how I found out it was even happening. Because I just happened, I don't have any alerts on or anything because they drive me crazy forever. But I happened to look at my Facebook mm-hmm. that day at, I think it was noon. And I had a meeting at two with a client and I called them because I saw the post. I read all the scripts. And I was like, Oh, this looks so fun. And then I was reading different, the doctor character and then the general character. Mm-hmm. And I just read them all and I thought, this is fun. I wonder exactly, I didn't know exactly what I was stepping into. I just thought it was going to be fun. And then I saw they were like auditions for something that was happening. And I thought, Oh my God. Okay. So my client is a acting coach, singer, you know, she does all kinds of stuff. This particular client, I had this at two at the same time. Right. So I called her and I said, you know, I really want to do this. Can we just reschedule my appointment? And she goes, yeah, do you want to read over them with me? And I'm like, Yes. So she's the one that read those two of the six scripts with me and said, you need to do that one. You need to do Hedera. And I was like, she said, that's you. You need to do that. I said, okay, okay. And I, and I did it. And then I heard Erica read for it right before me. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> no. It's like I couldn't be stepping into like be somebody hating me. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, but this is fun. We're just playing. I'm going to go do it. And I'm not going to like be like worried. She's going to hate me my entire life if I'm doing the same role as her. I almost switched at the last minute. I didn't know what to do. I was freaking out. But I just went and did it and had fun. See, now you've heard her voice. You can tell why I (laughs) distinctly hated her during auditions. Because I was like. You know, we've had run-ins. <laughs> and Never mind. I also hate her, so the feeling's mutual. <laughs> yeah, we hate each other. Wait, I have to change that. <laughs> well, I hate you both. Go there. It's I mean, you don't even know this person. Okay. No, I, I, I can honestly say, as someone who wanted that part, thank you to whoever that teacher was that told you to go into that direction. Because you embody, not that you're evil or anything, but you're No, but I've been dismissed a lot, so. <laughs> you're so and and the way you can command attention and and how resonant it is it it is hadera hadera see i i can't do it because i don't even know how to pronounce her name hadera and i can't wait for part 2 when i get to kick your ass hadera yeah i can't wait either can it be I sexual oh can i say that on here stop you silly savage you <laughs> no i i, I personally I personally, I knew as soon as I heard you in that audition, I was like, that's a dare. I'm all, and you don't have a part. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I but it, it, you do. You have all the parts, Erica. Jesus. I have all the parts. Give one to someone. <laughs> I hate you. No, there is no, the casting, Jerry, just remember to respect your elders. That's all I got to say. And Chris. <laughs> it's so much fun to annoy you. <laughs> oh man, this is so cute! I just want to switch the face off. Oh my god, we're all just kind of like you know, just kind of almost like stunned, just wondering like, <laughs> how do we respond? <laughs> so, Wait, can I? Can I? So, can I so Jerry, like this? Um, just, yeah. I always yeah, wanted yeah, to do worry. something like this. <laughs> I don't know what that looked like, but I hope it was funny. I hate you. <laughs> so, with that, with that in mind, I got, now Jerry, you were in the same role that Johanna was in—a five-two-nine representative who was doing a lot of reading for different characters. Were there any particular ones that really kind of stuck out at you know, like at you as just like, oh, I would enjoy playing that role? Well, honestly, so I, I wasn't initially in that role. I mean, I've been a 529 ambassador for a while. And so I just, I just came in 
the room to audition. And I didn't know what the different parts were. So I was just like, you know, came to the room. I looked at all the character descriptions and, you know, I saw that I saw Matthew and I'm like, oh, he's, you know, 17. That's probably not going to be right for me. And then, you know, so I'm going. And uh, so the, the only one that really stood out as being kind of right for me was Zerebus. And of course, I didn't know anything about the whole thing with Chris <laughs> that had been promised to somebody else. But uh, so so I read for Zerebus initially. And then after the after I read the scene a couple of times, then they asked me to stick around, you know, if I had time to stick around and, and help with reading with doing readings with other people. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, you know, I read a bunch of different things. And so there was, there was one scene, I guess, with Matthew in it that I read with somebody and then the cast list came out and I was pretty shocked. I was like, Oh, I didn't even, I, I never expected to get cast as Matthew, but I, I was more than thrilled to step into that role. So yeah. I mean, thank you for thinking of me for that. That was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was a tough, it was, I, I knew, you know, like, you know, listening to you in the auditions, I knew I wanted you involved and I needed you to be like, you know, a, a big, a big role. I, I just, I could just hear it in your voice. It was just like, it's either going to be this one or this one. And it was really just like, it was down to two actors and I knew I was going to have both of you in it. It was just a matter of who was going to play which one. And as it as it turned out, it was just like, you know what, I just have this feeling that Jerry's just gonna nail this role of Matthew. And sure enough, I was right. And I was never happier to be so right. Because because I mean that role, that role of Matthew Peters, it's it's not just the lead. It's not just the lead role. You are the you're stepping into an amalgam that is a lot of myself and a lot of my cousin, Matthew, Peter Hengel, um, who passed away in March of 2005. And in fact, when he, when, when we're doing this, the actual time that we're going to be doing this is when, is when the, is when the, is the anniversary of the day that he left us. So that in itself is, is something it's 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 a it's a very important time and so having you be there having you you know like you know doing this amazing role it it means the world to me and knowing that you know like how committed you are to it and the sort and the the work you're putting into it i i couldn't be happier and again my dog he concurs so <laughs> so you know, like you're you're doing you're doing amazing work with that and I couldn't be more grateful. So thank you. I couldn't be more grateful either. And I'm, I'm honored that you thought of me for that. And uh, we'll certainly do my best to do justice to it. And uh, look, really, really looking forward to it. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it, it really is. And we got we to gotta welcome, we welcome another cast member that just joined us. Had some technical difficulties. I'm so glad they, 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 got, to, they got to work themselves out because we have Hillary Merrick over here. Hillary, can you please unmute, say hello? Hi, I'm so confused. <laughs> there you are. But I'm trying. Hi. <laughs> hey, you're, you're doing you're doing great now, Hillary. You stepped in um, when I realized I was I was in need of filling filling a, a small role, but it was someone that I I knew you you would be able to step in. You and I had done some you know some different five two nine auditions, you know, like some different you know just for fun, just kind of readings read -throughs, for yeah. different characters and everything. And yeah, little read throughs. I always have fun working with you. And okay. so I, when I realized it's like, Oh, I need someone for, for this character who is an actual person, Kristen Harrison. The great thing about that role, the role that you're going to be playing is a shout out to something that I did when I was in high school. And it was a very cheap way to get, people to read these stories. I put them in the stories and it was all you know, like <laughs> friends and everything that I knew in high school. They wouldn't be the stars. They would be like the girlfriend of a character, or they would be someone who is mentioned on the radio, or they would be someone who is, who is a broadcaster or someone like that. And the character, Kristen Harrison, 
is someone that I, you know, that I, that I knew from high school who was, and still is very supportive of these stories. And she was someone that I had a lot of fun putting in as, as the girlfriend of one of my major characters at that time. And so it was, it was a lot of fun, you know, doing, recreating a little bit of that with, with, with doing this scene, because I got to call back to those times. So I think you're going to have a blast playing Kristen. And I made sure that Kristen knew that, you know, that, uh, that she is actually going to be represented in this, in this story. And she was thrilled to hear that. So, so I think no that pressure. you're going to no have a lot of fun with this, with this part. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kristen. I'll try to do you justice. I swear. <laughs> no pressure. So I'm, Can I I'm just curious say to know, quick, like, please, since, that since, um, is... since you were not. I was just going to say yeah. this, no, no, is, but, yeah. this, this is being recorded. So it is proved that Hillary and I are not the same person. Actually, she hired me on Fiverr. <laughs> My real name's Sarah. I'm really nervous. I've never done this before. Shut up. But, uh, because on, on Clubhouse. I'm Hillary today. On Clubhouse, everyone thinks that we just switch out screen names. So we are not the same person. It is true. You know, your voices don't sound anything alike, right? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, from Audra, who everyone also thinks that Audra is the third triplet of this group. Oh, is this who you were talking about to me? Yeah. You told me, oh, you need to meet this chick because she's like our, our other she sister. Sounds just like us. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that just goes to show we have a voice that is, <laughs> is wanted in voiceover. I have to start really treating you like And we're all raging no bitches. It's not true. I have not raged since the 90s. <laughs> Can I say that? Will that be bleeped? <laughs> Boop. Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, you're not. <laughs> don't pretend. <laughs> Are you? I don't. <laughs> so, so one of the so, what I'm curious about, you know, Hillary, is that this was a situation where I needed where I needed someone that I knew I could trust to step into into this role. And, you know, the, the auditions had already taken, taken place and everything. So, but you had said, you had told me that you were willing to help however possible. When I it's gave awesome. you this role, I'm curious to know, like, oh, thank you. Thank you. When I gave you this role, what was it that, uh, what were you thinking about? Like when, when I was able to send you the script for it? Honestly, I was thinking that the person whose shoes I stepped into, I'm like, please don't be pissed. Please don't be pissed. Please don't be pissed. <laughs> that was the main thing that was going through my mind is I didn't want to upset the person who had to bow out of this role. She's a friend. And, oh, what? Um, no one's, yeah, no one had to bow out of it. It was, it was a matter of us like kind of, you know, going through everything and just kind of realizing that this particular role hadn't been spoken for yet. Oh, so okay. Was, I'm sorry. Um, I've been told somebody had yeah. stepped out and it's a, the person's a friend of mine. So, oh, no, yeah. Well, so, it, yeah. Someone, thought, someone did have to step out of a different one. So, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I thought, honestly, that it was yeah. exactly what I probably would have seen had I looked in the future. If it had it been me in high school or college, that's probably exactly what I would have seen. Not Broadway, particularly, but theater or film. So, it, it felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. My son read the story with me. My son is 12 years old. And yeah. so we did a complete like table read because that's what we do. We're not a normal family. <laughs> so we did a whole table read. Just him and I sitting there going through it, doing the different characters, voices, having a blast with it. He came up with the most original and hilarious soldier voices. It was awesome. And uh, we did that. And afterwards he was like, but it's not over yet. It's, it can't be over. And I think I, I think I texted you and told you that. He was like, it's not over. I need, I need to, we need to finish it. I'm like, well, that's all I have, sweetie. He's like, but there's more, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I'll find out though. <laughs> there, is is there, there is more. Okay, there is more. This is, this is a trilogy of stories. So much and, more. Yep. yep. There. <laughs> that's a line Audrey, from an old you got, movie. Yeah, you got, you got quite a bit, you know, like uh, to do. Yeah, <laughs> and also Hillary, you'll be happy to know that the Kristen Harrison does return in the in the second part. So is she a famous actress um, at the time? So you're kind of locked in. <laughs> She's not a famous so actress, but she does become an actress. No, no, but she is. But she is. But you know, like her, 
her kids are, you know, like are very involved in everything in theater. One of her son has actually just been, has been doing quite a bit of theater in his community already. And it's, it's great. It's great seeing that. And, and, and it's just so much fun. Like she is full of life, full of love. She's got a, you know, big family and everything. And when I heard, when I told her about this, like she was thrilled. So, so the whole, the whole thing, like, as, it, as it all, as it has all been played out. Yes. Oh, you were talking Big about the real Kristen. Okay. Cause I was going to yeah. go, Hillary, those things really? <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hillary's one I of the most generous so people out hurt. there. If it wasn't for all the Botox, you can see how hurt I am, Erica. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not hurt. <laughs> So one of the things that that I always like to talk about, and and our you know like our our previous shift of 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 our guests over here, we're able to share a lot of what I like to call the lightning bolt moment, and that's that moment in everyone's life where you experience something or read something, meet someone or whatever, and it just makes you kind of want to go in that direction and say like that's the kind of that's the field that I want to be in, that's the kind of person I want to be. That's what I want to do for myself. So we'll start with we'll start with Chris. What was it that got you involved in voice acting in the first place? Oh, okay. Wow. That's the ultimate question. It seems to be it seems to be kind of a mixture of things. I think one of the yeah, the the big moments for me was I, I think it was possibly the what yeah it was a count yeah it really did start things like back at university when i was studying uh, animation i kind of felt that at some point in the future it may be a profession i may switch out for or i may meld into my current profession because when i was studying computer animation at uh, yeah at bournemouth the we were working on our final projects and i had my own project going on and there were these, uh, my two fellow uh, students, who, they were working on their own piece. And because I, at the time I was the guy who was just randomly doing impressions, you know, just everything from Krusty the Clown to Gollum and everything like that, you know, and, and they got me to do the voices for both of their characters. And it, it was my first time in an actual recording studio you know, just like an airtight, well, felt like airtight, but it was like soundtight room, you know, with like the headphones, a really good microphone. They were behind glass as well, the audio engineer. And, and the, I just remember being directed to voice this, I, I guess a slapstick situation focusing on one voice first and then the next one but without speaking actual words and i had to really emote and get you know the situation really communicated like and i still remember just having so much fun not become not feeling shy and insecure anymore that i was at the beginning you know of that i just really remember letting loose just feeling very free and just seeing how it translated across when they animated these two characters to it. And I'm sure I shared it somewhere on social media. I'll have to share it again at some point. But what they came out with was great. And yeah, just bringing these characters to life. Just seeing the fact it made people laugh, you know, as well. And just that experience, it was something that it still sticks with me. I'm not, I've lost contact with those two animators, but that opportunity to be part of their project really did a lot for me. Yeah. And yeah, it, it continues to this very day. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And Audra, what is it that got you going in the first place? Because you've gone, your, your talents have gone in like so many different directions. It's like, it's not quite like, it's not quite like a, like a lightning bolt or anything. It's like more like a lightning storm. It just seems like you're, you know, you're, you're grabbing like one thing and then something else and then something else. And it just seems like every time that, that we talk, you're bringing up something else that you can do. <laughs> so I got to stay on my toes here. I got to keep on, you know, <laughs> saying like, well, you can, you can help me out with this as well. So. I mean, I have a lot of experience in a lot of different things because I love everything. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I started out, do you mean, uh, where do you want me to go here? Like the beginning we'll say, of my we'll, life we'll go or the, like, what was it that got you, wanting to pursue all these wonderful creative outlets 
Oh, well, I mean, I've just been a creator since I was a little kid. You know, I was the one like making a video game console out of cardboard with all the video games and drawings and, you know, different colored construction paper and, you know, building a whole TV out of card. You know, like I was weird. My parents wouldn't buy me Monopoly. I wanted it so badly. So I made my own based on the map that was downstairs when I was my grandma will go on and on and on about this. Like, I mean, that's how it started. And then I always sang, you know, the first time I was on stage, I was three. And then I, the first time I got paid to sing, I was 10. And then when I was in Annie in grade school at the high school, right. Mm -hmm. uh, That was my first hurrah into a world of people that are like, I guess parents that are jealous and weird and acting bizarre with other parents, like being, I'm like a fly on the wall, listening to everybody and observing. And they think kids don't hear these things or something, but we do. And we remember it, right? Well, I do anyway. I remember being in this weird energy and I was cast as like one of the, the orphans, but I was actually cast as Annie but the the backup, I ended up being the backup Annie, you know, and mm-hmm. and then the the little girl was awesome. I loved her. I wouldn't. I'm not a competitive. I mean, I'm good at sports and stuff. I have a competitive side, but I'm not an asshole about it, right? Mm-hmm. I just that's a different type of game. So it was just my first hurrah into this world of I want this and I want that and all the ego and weirdness and. And then being dismissed, you know, like everybody talking behind everybody's back about, about, oh, Audra, is that, oh, 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 really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, well, no, she did it because of this. Now she got it because her mom, like, makes all the costumes. And, you know, it was like this whole world of weirdness that I just was aware of too young, maybe, but not in, I've always been like film and TV world adjacent. So anyway, Mm -hmm. moving to, you know, singing. I always did that. I did a lot of things in between and I moved around a lot because of my parents. You know how that works. And then I, I ended up, my mom put me in voice lessons when I was, I think 15. And within a six month period, I was competing in the, the state and all of that stuff. And then the next year at 17, I ended up singing with the Oregon Symphony. Nice. Glitter and be gay. If you don't know that song, it's one of the most complicated songs to perform. And I did, you know, and in that one thing I realized, and you know, of course I directed stuff and we won internationals in high school, all the high school stuff. I started the radio station at my high school that still exists. You know, I became friends with all the DJs on the radio because I was by myself. I mean, I could go on and on. There's, it's just creative, creative, creative. I remember writing to Comedy Central because I was obsessed with Jeanine Garofalo. I became her. When I had to move uh, the third time my freshman year, I literally personified her, how I dressed, how I acted, how I snarkily remarked and cleverly, like just thought everybody was an idiot. And like, what is wrong with people? I even I'm going to say this on here. This is the first time I've ever really admitted this in a public forum. You remember AOL 1.0 in chatting? Okay, I had a very specific name. And I was obsessed with Janine Garofalo, so I knew a lot of things she said because I memorized things a lot, you know, just naturally. And people started writing me fan letters, and I kept refusing. They thought I was her, Janine Garofalo. Wow. And and I refused. I was like, no, I'm not Janine Garofalo. The more I said I was not, the more people thought I was. And it spread around these chat rooms, and people were sending me, like, full-fledged fan mails and shit. And I was like, whoa. This is insane. Even like, I can't wait to tell her this one day if I ever meet her because I freaking think she's a genius. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'll shut up. Wow. That's, <laughs> I mean, you just, you just, you, you just keep on blowing my mind. Like that's, I, 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 that's, that's awesome. That is so awesome. And, and I, and I love the, you know, it's like, Oh, of course you, started a radio station that's still there of course you winning internationals just like well yeah this like that's 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 audra you know that's that's kind of you know that's what she does so i'm coming out uh, yeah absolutely and but that's why i relate to general hadera's character because i've done a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but i'm also i've been dismissed a lot as well which i'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people here can relate to can she do a line from Hadera? Because yeah. I freaking am just, I love, I love. I don't have them memorized. 
I'd have to go look at the halibut, you say. You don't remember (laughs) one of them? Nope, not one. No. (laughs) Yeah, that was our first line. (laughs) (laughs) Willitar. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now you know why. Um, How lovely to see you again. There you go. Is it my. My what pet? My what? What's the line? Feed me, feed me. Oh, I, I see. I see our healer. I see your my healer attached to your ear. I, yeah, <laughs> my perfect little pet. Is that what it was? Perfect. Oh, my, I don't have the script in front of me. I know, right? I'm like, there, there's, there's a word there. I think it's my perfect little pet, but I can't remember if it's perfect or not. It doesn't matter. Just no, keep it's, going. it's yeah. <laughs> Just keep going. Be evil. No, that's what I want. I want to play one day. I'm going to say it here. I want to be Ursula on Broadway at some point. Back off. Yeah. <laughs> I've already. Back off, Jacko. I have already done the anime version, and I'm not afraid to take a lesson from Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let those two battle it out, and then I'll just pick it up when they're all. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Please just stay back. Stay back and wait for one to be murdered. Exactly. It's perfect. And the rest of the serious actors haven't started a drinking problem with us <laughs> in the cast. I'll just watch them getting dragged off and oh my. just present myself. <laughs> this is what it's like. Uh, I could do that. It's like in Death Becomes Her when she tells both of them, like, I have never blamed you. I always knew it was her. That's you, Johanna, to us both, right? Like, yeah. This is a script waiting to happen. Like, that's where I'm at now. Creative mode. I think we shall, the three of us, get together and have a chat. And you really are so hot in that movie. (laughs) I can't get over it. I was like, I have to see this movie now. Damn it. I know. I'm here today. It reverberates all over your body because it's like the the tone of your voice. Like, oh. What can I say? Girl. No. Therapist's got a therapist. Um, do you need a therapist <laughs> i might be <laughs> as poor chris and jerry this is are getting out of hand um, i'm over oh. here she's sitting there talking about me being all hot i'm over here all bundled up it's negative 30 degrees outside i can't take any more of this y'all are insane yeah don't worry i'm so too fingly you you two should get like a separate room or something I don't know. <laughs> but actually um, i'm not a you know, I was gonna offer up a suggestion anyway right because i don't i, I do feel that both of you can actually bathroom. really kill it you know like as Ursula. So, Erica, I think you should take the East Coast. Audra, you take the West Coast. Uh, Johanna, Jerry, just in the tour? middle. You know? <laughs> I get London, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll, I get Germany in the West I'll Coast. I'll say North, but I'll visit a bit. <laughs> oh, we could do like the Spider Man thing where we have different dimensions right. of Ursula's that come in and they could be different colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Ursula. and they all have a different. I like, think we're on to some. Well, we'll we got, there's a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. There might be a unity. Unity. I love you all so much. I have to go. I I just dropped something in the chat. I have to go pick up my daughter from work. She's off skiing, teaching snowboarding because she's insane and she likes to be out in the cold. Thank you. I love you so much, Johanna. Thank you, Johanna. Love you. Thanks for having me, George. Really awesome time. Thank you. Gonna hand it back to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so so i i was i was informed that i have like a good you know like 15 minutes left before i gotta before i gotta start before i gotta wrap it up so jerry so jerry definitely you know take this time and share your story what was your lightning bolt moment what got you into acting in the first place well first i have to say i i was at a party once with janine garofalo and i was a big fan this was back probably 20 years ago at sundance and i wanted to go up and talk to her so badly but she was like she always had like people around her and i couldn't kind of get in there i never never got to talk to her anyway i really wanted to i know and it's like what do you say you know like oh i would have no i just sort of told her i was you know a big fan and yeah no i would have fanboyed away i'm a fanatic about you just like it was just like i couldn't get in there she was like surrounded by other people one day we'll work with her just you wait jerry wild i honestly i didn't have a, a real lightning bolt moment it was a little more gradual for me i i came to acting much later in life i it's something i always thought about doing i think ever since i was a kid but i just never 
really pursued it or anything. And it wasn't until I moved out to LA, like Chris actually came from computer animation, computer graphics, that whole world still in it to this day. But I came out to LA to work for a company and the guy that hired me, who is still one of my best friends, he was kind of not long after that, making the transition into becoming a full-time actor. He had, he had, I think, you know, done acting since he was a kid, but, you know, really wanted to do it full-time. And so he was kind of transitioning into that. So I, I think at some point when I had enough time to actually take classes, I just asked him to recommend acting classes and I just started taking classes. And I mean, if, if anything was a lightning bolt, excuse me, moment, I guess it would just be when I started taking classes and and just started actually doing it and just really fell in love with it at that point. So that was, that was kind of the beginning. I just started taking classes and got into theater and doing student films and, and all that stuff, you know, just, just kind of gradually worked up that way. I still remember though, the first, I haven't done a lot of voice acting jobs, just, you know, a handful over the years. Also, you know, for my, my friends projects and things that they had like, you know, animated, you know, little short animated films or whatever, I would do voices for those. A lot of just like little, little things here and there. But the first thing I ever remember the the company I was actually working for, which was a a visual effects company, they were Mm -hmm. uh, producing, uh, they, they also, they had a, a division that was doing 2D ink and paint. Like they did all the red and stimpy cartoons. They did all the 2D ink and paint for that and, and a bunch of other things. Oh, wow. And they were producing a CD-ROM of, actually, I don't know if it was through them. Anyway, but the company overall was producing a CD-ROM based on the movie of The Mask. So it was a mask nice. CD-ROM. And so they, they had hired a bunch of voice actors to do that. And, and they knew that I was an actor. And so they kind of threw me a bone and let me do some voices for that project. So I did a bunch of different voices and I worked with Willie Garson was actually the, the lead character in that who wow. sadly passed recently. But uh, yeah, that was, I was, that, that was really fun. That was kind of, you know, the first thing I'd ever done actual voice acting job, but yeah, there's, you know, been, been a handful of things over the years. But most mostly just mostly actual acting, either on camera or theater, a lot of theater. Can Fabulous. I say that I've, I had the pleasure that's, that's and the honor to have worked with Jerry in person on a film, a small film. And he has a small part, but it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, he left me with what film? up my back. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to come out because with SAG and stuff like that. But he plays a mass murderer. I think it was, you were a serial killer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, which, um, which I have to say is, is my absolute dream role. If, if I mean, for years I've been saying he, that, that, that. I want to see the <laughs> chills down my back. Oh, there's a, there's, there is Ooh. on YouTube, there is the trailer, the, um, yeah. the trailer for it. Yeah. I'll get, I'll send it to you. I don't know thank what it you, is. Thank you, thank you, thank but you. But it's for American, isn't it? American Songwriting? American Songwriting is the name of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, we, shot, um, we shot it as a feature. Was that now? Go ahead. Jerry, was that was that what you had just recently posted on on, on oh, social media? No, no, no. I, that was, like a, <laughs> that's a film I made back uh, over 20 years ago. That's back in 2001. It was a film. I A, a friend okay. of mine who's a, a, an amazing writer, he, he sent me the script and he's like, you know, I want to make this and 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 he asked me to direct it. It was totally out of the blue. I'd never directed anything before. I think at that point, or maybe, maybe I directed something a theater piece. But uh, so I was like, yeah. And and he wanted me he wanted me to play the lead, one of the lead characters, two co leads, and uh, direct it. And so I directed it, co produced it, uh, and uh, yeah, we we made it back in two thousand one, and we, we shot it on mini DV. I sent it to a bunch of festivals. We never got it in any festivals. I spent, you know, a bunch of money. I mean, it's not like today where there's a million festivals. There is, you know, a handful. <laughs> so I sent it to a bunch of festivals, spent a whole lot of money, didn't get it in any of those. We, we actually wound up creating our own little film festival. So it was myself and I think four other people with, with short films. And we just rented out a theater and we had a packed house at Sony. We we rented the, the theater at Sony and we had our own awesome. little our own little film festival. And it was great. I mean, you know, we, we had food and everybody had a great time and the films were all great. And, and, you know, it was really fun, but uh, yeah, but I never, I, I, I had all, all these years just meant to be getting it transferred 
digitally so that I could, you know, post it places. And I just, I just sort of sat around. I never, I have it on, on mini TV and I have it on, on beta SP, but, but I finally through clubhouse, I was in a room and, and somebody was talking about this house for d- digital transfers. And I was like, wait, what's, what's the gun? He lives in LA. I was like, what's the name of it? And he told me, and I looked them up and it's like, wow, that's like super cheap, like 20 bucks to transfer a tape. I was like, great. I'm doing it. And then, and oh my was, God. I'm so excited. That was th- Thursday night. That was, and you need to give us a Friday, I, I, during lunchtime, just like drove to the place, you know, got it transferred and, and posted it. So I yeah, need the really, link. I need to see this. We have to make this a whole thing. Yeah. We need to do a whole thing around this. There's a really cool program that I'll send it to you. It's, it's not, it, it, it it's, I'm, I'm just wouldn't it be about amazing this. Thing around this this project that's been in hiding for 20 years oh my god becomes like a viral hit that would be amazing oh. i would love to see that happen for you jerry well just just a little, i don't want to like go off on too much of a tangent but it's funny that like so we made this short and then i don't know years later the the writer actually expanded it into a feature because it, it really has it's a lot going on for a short it was already 25 minutes and I think we cut it, it, we cut it down. I think we shot probably around a 40 minute short that we wound up, you know, cutting down to like 25 minutes. There's so much there. And, but he expanded it into a full feature and he sent me the script and I just loved it. And just coincidentally, I was at some alumni event and there was a, a a woman who's like a lot of experience as an AD. She primarily worked as an AD, but starting to get into directing and, I don't know, at the end, she had like a Q&A and she was talking about, she was looking for, like, if, if anybody had scripts, you know, that they wanted to send her, like, she'd be happy to read them. And so I went up, but she was primarily, I think, interested in more like, I don't know, romantic comedies or things like that. And so I went up afterwards and I said, you know, would you be interested in, like, I have this sci-fi script. I don't know if you'd be interested in that kind of thing. She's like, yeah, send it to me. And it's like, I didn't think anything of it. So I, I sent it to her <clears throat> and like within a few days she got back to me and she's like, I love this. I want to direct it. Uh, when can we like, can we meet about like, what, what like, you know, what's, where, what state is it in? Like, I, I want to do this. I want to direct it. And so we had lunch and uh, we talked about it and, and ultimately she suggested she had a, this uh, producer that she had worked with on a couple of projects. And she's like, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think he'd be the perfect person for the, <clears throat> excuse me. She's like, you know, I think he would love this and he'd want to make it. He probably won't let me direct it, but, you know, you should send it to him. And so we, we did, but then followed up. I don't know. N- nothing, basically, long story short, nothing ever came of that. But it was it was just really cool to have somebody so excited about, you know, the story. I think it's a really cool story, but it's just, it's a lot for a short. It's really more of a feature. I still awesome. want to do that short that I wrote with you about coming down the escalators and laughing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> make um, it <laughs> so so as i was saying before like i've been given you know like a very a very rigid countdown <laughs> so so i want to i want to put it out there to hillary i would love for you to come back on for next next saturday at 10 a.m if you can okay good i got the thumbs up because Wait, it's, 10 um, it's 10 a.m central time yeah i hope i hope to have you there and everything because I I want you know like I want to get your your story out there and everything regarding you know like how you started acting, what led you you know like what were your lightning bolt moments? What was it your inspiration that get you got you over here? I'm because bored. I am I <laughs> in <this> the story because <laughs> <laughs> we do have because I I do have I do have a very you know like a, a suddenly you know like rigid t- timer right now. Tell your wife, but, please teach me lessons. I would like to figure out how to get my husband to to behave that way. So ask her if she'll uh, Zoom me later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would love to get some final thoughts from from you guys who who joined us for this hour regarding the regarding the upcoming production and everything like that. So, Chris, let's start with you. You know, I was actually about to type it, you know, in our private back channel, you know, as well. Oh, thank you, Erica. Very <laughs> sweet of you. Yeah, I... I actually do have to say that, you know what, everybody here deserves the roles that they have been given. They truly do, you know, because they are really just hardworking. They're very passionate about the craft. They are really good at what they do. 
you know, everyone is just their individual selves, you know, and it, it just seems to come together. You know, that came with the casting and this great story, you know, that you put together. And what really hits me is just how much it has moved all of us, just learning more and more how much of a passion project this was for you and how much it does mean to you. And we feel more and more that we want to deliver, really. You know, we want to do it justice. And yeah, thank you for bringing us all on to this. And thank you for coming, for, for taking that trip. Hillary, what are your, what are your thoughts as of now? We're going to be, you know, like we're going to be bringing you back on and everything for next, for next week. But I'm, I'm curious to like what your thoughts are regarding being a part of the production. I'm super excited. These are my friends. These are people that I hang out with literally daily. And except for Erica, I can't stand that one. <laughs> so I'm very excited <laughs> to be able to, to play with my friends. And especially when the content is something that is so engaging and fun to do. Thank you. Thank you. And I literally, there's not a personal cast that I'm not really close with. So it means a lot to be included in this. I, I want to say thank you and I appreciate it. And thank you. Thank you for saying yes to, to be a part of it. So it really does mean a lot to me, you know, like especially so late in the game and everything to have you, you know, come on and with such enthusiasm too, you know, that, that means, that means a lot to me. Audra, my dear friend who, who just inspires me, you know, as you go. So. Who is putting on? Who is rocking the sunglasses? Yes, now. darling. What? <laughs> Tell us your final thoughts about. Um, Fine, whatever. Off. It's a great show. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I was, Imagine I mean, if really, that was it. The least like, yeah, of my okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to play a character like that. So if we could write that later for something else, that'd be great. I hate um, you. Just so I can see. <laughs> just so I can see. No, when I actually, I mean, I was checking, 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 checking. I was so excited when I got to play this role because I really wanted to do it. And I really just didn't think I was going to get to be a part of it. I really didn't. I mean, that's just how, how I accept things. I'm like, eh, they're not going to have me, you know, whatever. And I was really excited. <laughs> like I was so excited about it. I still am excited about it. I mean, cl- I think that's clear. I'm like, yeah. what, what can I do? How can I help? Blah, 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 blah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And every bit of it, I was just like, yes, yes, all of this. Yes. Because I, you know, I I love everything you're doing. So just keep doing it. So sorry about the doggy. That's all right. Can you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, but it's okay. (laughs) I know. Right. Did I even answer your question or was I too self-involved with my sunglass bit? No, you you answered it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. And, and Jerry, as, as Matthew Peters, as Excelsior himself, your final thoughts. I, I am just, I'm just absolutely thrilled to be just a part of the project at all. I mean, it's, it's such a fun project and I cannot wait to hear it all with all of the sound effects and, you know, to see how everything comes together. I mean, I, I know I've done a bunch of these on Clubhouse and it's just, it's just so much fun. And when you get, you know, all the sound effects in there and everything that it's just, it's just, it's just like takes you into a whole new world and it's just really, really fun. And, and I, I just, I just can't wait to, to really live in, in the world that we're creating. So thank you for the opportunity and I hope everybody comes and listens to it. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For everything amazing. that everyone has been saying, every, everything that everyone has been saying, like, I mean, this is, I, it's, it's, it's funny because like I just really quickly before I, before you finish up, when I put up the, the cat, the graphics that showed the full cast on TikTok and on Instagram, like, I mean, everyone was just saying, wow, it's a great cast. Oh, this is, this is amazing. Oh, this, these people are just so awesome. Like to work with, you know, like it was just one thing after another. It was just like, oh, this person's in and this person's in, this person's in. That's great. That's great. And all I'm thinking of was just like, I, I just cast the Godfather. Like, that's what it feels like, because I got I got the best of the best to step in. And that's what that's what this feels like. You you guys have changed my life for the better just by being a part of this. And you're going to you mess your makeup. I'm trying to look at her. You. You, you guys, you guys have made a 30 plus year dream come true just by being a part of this. Well, and the story Um, is so amazing. The, 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 the part about your own inner power Mm -hmm. is like 
what I live for and I think what is necessary. Like the time of the reality of where we are in the world right now, it couldn't be a better reflection and a time for your story to come out and all the unity that's happening with the cast and just everything about it. It's magical. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm so excited. Yeah. I might explode on camera. <laughs> well, you guys are, you guys are amazing. You're, you're all fantastic. I love you all. You are my family. And, and I am just so excited for the next few weeks. And then next month, we get to put this up for everyone on Clubhouse. And it's going to be such an honor to stand beside you guys for all of this. So I'm going to go ahead and, and just say thank you to everybody for this and for being a part of this, for stepping up the way that, uh, that everyone has in every way. I love you all. And I love you know, like all of you guys for listening. So until next week, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com. <laughs>